Monkey Tribe. We are here for another episode, and we're very, very, very excited for this episode of Monkey Business because it's where we get to tell you a little story about the new flavors. And if you've been following our Instagram and our emails and all of that good stuff, you are well aware by now that this past Wednesday we dropped... Uh, chocolate mint chip and strawberry. Everyone happy? We're excited. Round, insert like fake round of applause. Like, like that in the um, So yeah, so we're stoked. Um, they're available at every single Sprouts nationwide, which is also insane and part of this story yeah. <laughs> that we're about to tell you that is insane. And so kind of our point in this episode is we want to show you guys all the thought that goes into us deciding which new flavors we're going to launch, um, kind of some of the process that goes into developing those flavors. This was a very unique scenario, but just because it was a unique scenario does not mean that it didn't receive the same level of like thought and care and strategy um, as our other flavors that we have. Yeah. I mean, even though we are a much bigger business than when we started, and a lot of people do know Snow Monkey, this really gives a inside look of how you just get shit done. And we had all hands on deck. I'm very proud of the team. This is this is cool. Let's let's just start. All right, timer on. Let's go. So so it all started with Sprouts. Um, I was in Arizona with Ruby. And we went in for a meeting to present the five flavors of Snow Monkey to the buyer. Uh, he tried all of them on the spot, which a lot of buyers actually will not even taste the product in front of you. They're like not in the mood or they're like, no, I don't really try it. Or I had too much ice cream. Um, and you're like, oh, okay. But this guy was epic. He opened everything, gave thorough tasting notes. He loved everything and he took all five flavors. That's like, that's a win. Then it didn't stop there because he said, well, you know, an ice cream door fits seven pints in terms of width. I would love to give you guys like that whole shelf. Um, do you have any new flavors coming up? And I was like, uh, you know, we're always thinking about new flavors. Um, what kind of timeline do you have in mind? He's like, well, all the stores reset on February 2nd. So everything needs to be in our warehouse on January 15th. Um, we'll take all seven. Uh, we love your line. It's unique. It's indulgent. It's nutritious. Um, but only if you can deliver by January 15th and Ruby and I are like, yeah, yeah, we can do that. Absolutely. Um, and we can add two more, we flavors. can add two more flavors because what, I mean, it's sprouts, like firstly a nationwide, nationwide rollout and you get an entire shelf. And they want two more flavors. And this is like the big account that we've all been gunning for. And to kick off 2020, there was no way I could say no. I knew it was going to be tight, but I was like, all right, this is where you just say yes. And you figure out how to get it done <laughs> behind the scenes because you know you have a rock star team and somehow it'll get done. So we walked out of that meeting and we called Liza. And I would also like to preface, okay, so it is October 17th. We needed everything there January 15th. So we had two, we had how many months is that? Three months. Yeah. Technically. 
However, let's all a little bit less, right? Am I doing my math wrong? It's the end of the day. Um, and also the holidays are in the middle of that. So like no one's working. So like that also just knock out a month just for that. But anyways, they call me on October 17th and they're like, telling me all the good news. We got every single Sprouts. We're going nationwide with them. Uh, the buyer loved it. He's taking all, all five. And you're never going to believe this. And I was like, what? They're getting us like a secondary placement or like they're giving us a cooler in the front of the store. Like what's happening? Um, and they're like, well, he told us that he wanted seven flavors, the buyer, because the whole door fits seven. So we told him that, yeah, we have two more flavors that we can give him. And I was like, wait, you're telling me right now that by January 15th, we have to have two new flavors, which we have not developed. Like, as Rachel said, we're constantly talking about what flavors we want and ideas and, oh my God, this would taste so good and that would taste so good and just coming up with these ideas, but we never actually, like, seriously test them. Like, we might make them for ourselves just for fun to try it out, but, like, there's never, unless we have the real intention of launching a new product, like, we're not just rolling into work on a Tuesday and we're like, hey, let's develop this new flavor today. Yeah, we because... don't just have, like, test tube babies lying around in the freezer. <laughs> yeah, like, that's not what <laughs> not ready to go. the situation is. Um, so I, of course, opened my calendar, and I'm like, cool, October 17th. I need eight weeks for, because where my role steps in is that I have to create all of the packaging for all of this. And we have to have give our printer eight weeks in order to print any type of new artwork. So right there, that knocks off two months. Yeah. You went from January 15th to needing to have everything basically to the printer on November 15th. But also, the packaging has to be filled, and then we have to go through third-party testing. So we have to add in at least like a week for production. Granted, everything runs on time. So the, by the time we backtracked, we realized we had max two weeks. Yeah. So 10 business days to do R&D. Well, first decide what flavors we were going to do and strategically decide because we we're not just going to be like, well, I like, you know, apple or banana, pecan or whatever. I don't even like know what a random flavor is yeah. right now. But like <laughs> <laughs> any like random thing, I'm like, all right, let's put it out there. We have to put out something that's strategic And something that you guys have been requesting for, like, over the years. Yeah, we can't just put out what, like, Rachel wants to eat every night on her couch because we have no data to back up that, like, (laughs) that's what the rest of the world is going to want to eat. So, and ultimately we serve you guys. So we wanted to make, you know, the most delicious flavors we possibly could. And And ones that we knew we could execute well. So from there, we decided that step one of our two-day or two-week turnaround was going to be to just gather every single piece of data we possibly could about the ice cream aisle and what flavors we're currently selling at high velocities for brands similar to us, for traditional brands, for any kind of frozen dessert or novelty we could find the data for. We were just analyzing like what is on this list that 
we can execute and we can execute quickly without compromising a single value that we have. Yeah, we said even though we're in this rush and as badly as we want to have two new flavors on shelf with sprouts, no way we were, were we going to actually pull the trigger on something that we weren't proud of. It still had to be something that was in line with all of the values, nutritionally speaking, from an indulgence standpoint, and something that we would, as a team, were like, oh my God, we can't stop eating this. Otherwise, it's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah, we'd rather have rolled into Sprouts with five flavors nationwide than just makes two new SKUs just to have them. Yeah. So after we kind of identified what our targets were of potential flavors that were popular, our team was fans of, we knew we could execute well while withholding our brand values. Um we sat in a room, and this is where a shout-out to Mel, who is a chef by training. Um, she sat in a room with us. I'm like, Mel, what's possible? Like, in terms of, like, food science and creation, yeah. like, what flavors here are, are possible? Because, you know, another thing we have to keep in mind is what our base is. Some, yeah. some things are going to accentuate bananas more than others. Um, which is fine, but we have to, we have to know like what that flavor profile is most likely going to turn out as. So we had a big conversation about, um, about what we thought was feasible. And, um, then Rachel and I took what we kind of landed on as a couple as a couple potential options and we jumped on a plane and went to our R&D house. Yeah, like our factory. <laughs> yeah, our factory for more or less. And we just stood on the line and worked with some of our line workers and some of the workers that are at that facility. And we just started playing around with ingredients and trying to figure out how it was possible to make what is now a strawberry flavor and a chocolate mint chip flavor. Yeah, and also the chocolate mint chip flavor is the first flavor we have that actually has inclusions, which would be chunks uh, for the everyday lingo. Um, <laughs> we don't have any flavor that has chunks. So that was also a whole nother arena that we started playing in where we had to source, how do we source the best chocolate that doesn't have any artificial sweeteners, that's paleo, that's super healthy, that is non-GMO, that has like fair trade. It was like, we reached out to, I want to say like close to 50 chocolate companies and we considered a lot more, but we striked them out just based on their website. Yeah. And also to hit up a supplier at the end of the year and be like, I need this much product by this date, which is not far away at all and also smack dab in the middle of holiday season and the end of the year they're like what are you talking about like I don't have that on hand right now like yeah and the problem is also with like the big companies are the ones that usually have all that inventory on hand but most of the big companies didn't make a chocolate that we felt proud putting into our pints so we're reaching out to like companies similar to like snow monkey size and they're like yeah we can get that to you in 2020 yeah, like in spring <laughs> when we're doing like a production run that isn't like all the supply isn't already committed. 
Um, yeah, and I mean, the reason why we were also running around and we had that two weeks is because to print packaging, we need to have the ingredients and the nutritional panel on the packaging. So once it goes to the printer, we can't tweak anything. Like, we can't use those two months while things are printing to tweak the recipe. Like, it's set in stone because we want to make sure that everything we put on the pint is exactly what you're ingesting. Yeah. And... I mean, and not only, like, do we want it to be correct, it legally Yeah, legally it has to, correct. right, but I mean, managing expectations. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, we don't want you and the FDA knocking on our door as to, like, why our nutritional label was Crayola crammed on at the last minute. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, so and also, Liza and I flew, we flew two weeks in a row. Yeah. We basically lived at the factory. Yeah, and to backtrack too, the other thing is we walked into the factory knowing, one, what our non-negotiables were of our product and our base and what we needed for these inclusions. But then we also, once we landed on these flavors as options, we went around town and bought every single freaking strawberry and uh, mint chocolate chip pint that we could. Oh, yeah. And we just made everyone sit in the office and be like, try that one and tell me everything you like, <laughs> everything you like and hate about it, everything that stands out to you, this mint versus that mint, yep. why do you like it, why don't you like it, how does it feel, what do we want to avoid. We landed with strawberry that we absolutely loved to have fresh seeds in, like a in the ice cream. Yeah, to really feel that like you're not getting... strawberry flavoring because one we would never use that first off yeah but two there's something about like having seeds our team felt and the people that we had try it felt about having seeds yeah and we wanted to just use real whole strawberries yeah we didn't want to use anything that was you know a cop i mean not that we would ever do that anyways but like we just knew that if we could not use those fresh real strawberries that gave you the seeds then we'd rather not do it then we'd rather move on to plan b um yeah, but also we had friends, a lot of friends, like shout out to the homies who answered surveys, who came over for dinner and tried like a outrageous number of pints. Um, and also we went out on Instagram asking, we surveyed and a lot of you guys responded too, just to give us some direction on what you liked, what you didn't like. And then we tried to use that and make executive decisions. Yeah, shout out to everyone. We also went to multiple offices of like our oh, yeah. friends. I went to my sister's office, shout out to Wonders Agency. We just, Mel and I showed up in their office one day and we're like, everyone stop working. <laughs> we're not a client. <laughs> we literally add no value to any of your lives, but we're going to need you to stop working and try our ice cream right now. Yeah. And they were all such homies and got up and helped us. And we did that at a couple other, um, places around town and like everyone was just so supportive during this process and that's something we really learned was like when you have to move and make shit happen lean into your community yeah I think also like what I'm so proud of in hindsight is firstly like two weeks as a small company that doesn't have like R&D in-house that none of us are trained in food manufacturing um I mean the closest thing we have is Mel who's a chef but to make ice cream is a whole nother animal in two weeks to not only conceptualize and then decide on like the two best flavors that would serve our tribe. We also had to get suppliers like those, those ingredients don't just magically appear. 
So yeah. shout out to our ops team and Justin who like moved heaven and earth to get all those things in the factory on time to get suppliers locked in. I mean, that's really where you're like leveraging your relationships and community within the professional industry. But also like this team, like never once did I hear anyone say, Hey, we, we don't have time. Screw that. Like, let's just offer like something mediocre. No yeah. one ever said like, let's compromise our values because we're sure on time. And that's like from a team culture standpoint, something that I'm so proud of. And you can, you can't buy that. Like yeah. that level of care, um, is, is unreal. Like we were all willing to stay up and just kind of put a lot of things on the back burner and make our whole lives obsessed with strawberry and mint chocolate chip and making this possible. Like I remember over like Thanksgiving week being in Hong Kong and being like on the treadmill trying to run, like talking to our ops guy, like getting ready for my best friend's wedding. Like I mean, you were in Hong Kong too. <laughs> it was just like a whole that situation. Was, yeah. I think I called, I think from like February or from November 15th to the day the pints arrived at our facility, I think I called the printer like, or at least emailed with the printer every single day, just being like, anything happening? Anything going wrong? <laughs> like, are my children okay? It got to the point where I had three different like VPs calling me like, Every other day, they trade off and be like, everything's fine <laughs> towards the end of it. Because I became such, like, I was so worried about it. Especially because we had that one, we did have a scare where they claimed that they didn't, something got lost in translation and someone said that they never received our artwork. And it was like two weeks before <laughs> the pints had to be there. I had a heart attack. It was like <laughs> the middle of the holidays. But again, we did, we made it. We made, made it, it happen. happen. And I mean, because the packaging had to arrive because we'd already set a date with the factory. And the factory's not just there waiting for us to waltz in, like, any time. Like, we have to book our production date. Yeah, they're then, doing other stuff. Yeah, so if our stuff doesn't show up on time, they're like, too bad. And they're moving on to someone else's stuff. And you're like, okay, well, I need to get in tomorrow because Sprouts need it. And they're like, well, we're booked up for the next couple of weeks. Right? Like, all of yeah. these things are like a domino effect disaster. Um so everyone had to be so on top of every single tiny detail and like as Rachel said our entire team just rallied around this and rallied around the entire situation and I think it was because one we have an amazing team culture and two like we're all so proud of these flavors we're all so proud of this Sprouts launch and like how much we've worked to get to this point and then also just the excitement of being able to kind of surprise you guys with these two new flavors that we really never even like teased in any way because there was no time to tease between yeah. <laughs> us like knowing it was happening and then them happening. I compared it to someone over here. I'm like, these were like the oops babies that we found out about while we were in the third trimester of pregnancy. And yeah, they were really. like, prepare because you're giving birth yep. <laughs> real soon. <laughs> Isn't there a show about that where the yeah, women like I, are pregnant? Yeah, should enroll you and me. Oh my god! And make them think it's a two real babies the whole time. Like, yeah, I gave birth to twins. I had no idea they were coming, and then they get here to film. I'm like, my ice cream. <laughs> it would be good PR. Yeah, um, I'm gonna right. let you uh, 
spearhead that project. All right, guys. Anyone that knows anyone, who's <laughs> the producer? What's it called? Like surprise baby. I don't know. Obviously, we don't have time to watch TV. Yeah, I think it's on. Oh, I think it's called just like I didn't know I was pregnant. I think it's real basic. Yeah, it's on TLC for sure. It sounds like a TLC show. It's not sponsored by TLC, this podcast. Just yeah, yeah. This is not a sponsorship. We should just bleep it out and then send them the podcast and be like, if you want to sponsor the show, we won't bleep out TLC. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, anyways. Liza and I were in the, uh, in the delivery room when the new babies were produced. And um, my God, it was glorious. Like It was just churning and going and the pints were everything was just like clockwork it was amazing there's so much everyone go to our instagram and check it out even if you look at nothing else just look at how beautiful this this production was like everything ran so smoothly we were having the best time shout out to all the people that work on our line like they're the greatest human beings on earth yeah and they all they were eating yeah. some pints in the break room and they were very excited about it and like they're around ice cream all day they don't need to fake getting excited so that yeah. was that was a really gratifying moment it's like when the doctor tells you your baby's healthy and happy and the cutest thing he's ever seen um yeah not, i'm not a mother i don't know i'm imagining yeah what do they say to you when they hand you your baby like mazel tov <laughs> mazel <laughs> <laughs> no but um yeah we were there because we were also like it's one thing to have all the components arrive to the facility on time, all the ingredients, all the packaging, and you can run it. And something can still go wrong because this is the first time we had ever created. Oh, there we go. Yeah, That's twenty it's minutes. Good note to end on, but this is the first time we had ever created these two flavors in such a high volume. Usually, we do small test runs to make sure everything mixes perfectly. Everything flows like the pints can fill like because the machinery is quite finicky if you don't have the right weight and texture mm-hmm. um so a lot of things could have gone completely wrong still on that day but Liza and I were there and it was just like oh here are your babies no one screamed or cried yeah it was perfect I mean and I think that like the whole experience we there were a lot of there was a lot of risk in this experience and a lot of risk in you know us saying like yeah, we absolutely have two new flavors that we can give you in three months. Um, that was a risky move, but it goes to prove that when you're so confident in your team and the people around you and your community, that if you have those things supporting your business, you'll really be able to conquer any situation. Not to say it won't be stressful, not to say it won't be difficult, but you just have confidence to push through all of those moments because you know it's going to work out in the end because everyone's just gunning towards the same goal. So again, huge shout out to our team, huge shout out to all of you for answering polls and random questions that you might've been like, why are you asking me? Um, Shout out to everyone that was involved in this process and huge shout out to Sprouts for, you know, kind of lighting the fire to make us do this because we're actually really, really happy. You guys had... No idea what the statistical probability of us actually pulling this off was, but uh, we did it. Yeah, for all those moments that you asked us if we had renderings of the product, and we said yes. We actually did it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, uh, <laughs> too late now. But man, they're beautiful pints that we're proud of, so 
Whoever gets their hands on them, please let us know what you think. I'm especially into the the chips in the chocolate mint chip. Oof. They're good. Real good. Well, everyone, run to Sprouts, grab your pints, grab our kids, and um, tag us. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram at EatSnowMonkey. Monkey Business is brought to you by the Snow Monkey Kingdom and produced by Autopubblobagus. Our theme song is brought to you by Alex English.